This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Maybe you weren't even quite as clear on the fact that it was God doing it as Paul was, but it was God, trust me, it was God. He doesn't miss anything. Sometimes we miss what he's doing. He's clear on it. You follow me? He knew, he brought you here, he's put you here. Whether it's for a week, a month, six months, two, you know, 10 years, he has you here for this season. There is great benefit when a person decides to follow Jesus Christ with all their heart. In today's message, Pastor Robert shares how Paul followed the leading of the Lord to crossroads cities to minister to all kinds of people. Commit your day, your week, to Him. The Lord can do amazing things with your obedience. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Guys, do you realize that's all he did? You know, we, we tend to put the Apostle Paul up on this huge pedestal. I mean, after all, St. Paul. A friend of mine is a, a pastor at St. Paul's Church in London. And we have this exalted image of, of Paul the Apostle. And, and you know what? Not that he's not worthy of double honor. The Bible says that elders who serve well are worthy of double honor. Absolutely. But here's my point. You know what made Paul special? He followed Jesus deliberately, diligently, and obediently. Obediently. He did, he did what the Lord told him to do, day by day. You remember we looked at it a couple of weeks ago? At first he's setting off to go over here to Asia Minor, and God said, no, 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 I don't want you going there yet. Oh, well, then we'll go this direction to Bithynia. No, no, that's not it either, Paul. And I think, you know, Paul was, we, we talked about how he was probably sitting there, well, Lord, where, you know, where do you want me to go? And he gets a vision, a man in Macedonia, come over here. And so he strikes out and ends up in Philippi. He followed Jesus. When people follow Jesus, amazing things happen. And so he, he followed Jesus to Thessalonica. He, he didn't stop in these smaller cities. And, and it seems that maybe, I don't know, maybe the strategy of the Lord was to take Paul to these crossroad cities because that's that's. Largely, that's where he went. That's where he ministered. He would go there, and in this case, there's no evidence that he stayed for more than a month. I don't know if you caught that. Three Sabbaths he went into the synagogue. Three Sabbath days. So, for three weeks, he goes. He's in this crossroad city. He's in this place that 
you know what? It, it, it wasn't that unlike Miami, Miami Beach. It was a diverse place. And we've talked time and again. I don't even have to tell you guys. How, you know, 30-something different languages spoken in the home in the city of Miami Beach. We're a relatively small town. 90,000 residents year-round. Lots of tourism. But again, crossroads. People coming through. People are here for a little while. They're gone six months here and then six months in Costa Rica. You know, whatever the case may be. There's, there's a lot of that going on. There's, this, is a, this is a crossroads place. That's where God directed Paul. That's where He's directed many of us. Now, maybe, maybe you weren't even quite as clear on the fact that it was God doing it as Paul was. But it was God. Trust me. It was God. He doesn't miss anything. Sometimes we miss what He's doing. He's clear on it. You follow me? He knew. He brought you here. He's put you here. Whether it's for a week, a month, six months, two, you know, ten years, He has you here for this season. He only had, listen to me, He only had the Apostle Paul in Thessalonica three to four weeks, it would seem. A month. I've had people tell me, I'm only going to be here a couple of months. You know, I'm not really going to get involved. Paul was only there for a month. Later on, he would write about them in the letters back, First and Second Thessalonians. I encourage you, go home and read them. It'll take you about an hour, if that, to read both of those books. They're short books. It explains what was taking place here. He, as he writes back to them, do you realize in three and a half to four weeks, whatever, three Sabbath days, and, and whatever happened in between, he gave them the essential doctrines of Christianity. He taught them everything they needed to know, pretty much. He explained to them about salvation. He explained to them about the Holy Spirit and how He comes to live inside us and how He empowers us to do what God wants us doing in our world. He explained to them about the fact that Jesus is coming back and that we need to be ready for that. He explained to them that they were going to be persecuted if they were serious about following Jesus Christ, that it wasn't all going to be roses, but that the power of God would be present working in and through them so that it, it wouldn't be a problem either. He explained to them the rapture of the church, that Jesus is going to come and that He has saved us from the wrath to come when the judgment of God is going to be poured out on the planet. He explained all that to them in like three weeks. One of the things that's really fascinating in this passage in, in verses 2 and 3, let me read it to you, and then I want you to look at, at, at Luke with me. It says, Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I preach to you is the Christ. Now, one of the words that's used there, it's only used in one other place in the Bible. And it's in Luke chapter 24. You can turn there if you're really quick, otherwise just listen. It's right after the resurrection. And some of the students, some of the disciples of Jesus, they didn't yet understand what was going on. They weren't clear on it. They knew that He'd been crucified. They knew He was dead. These two had heard that the tomb was empty, though. 
And they were baffled. They weren't sure about the, the whole deal. Verse 22, it says that certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they didn't find His body. They came saying that they'd also seen a vision of angels who said He was alive. But Jesus rebukes them in verse 25. He said to them, Foolish ones, slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into His glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, He expounded. Now there's the word. He expounded to them in all the Scriptures the things concerning Himself. The word that's used there, in, in Luke it was translated expounded. Here in, in Acts chapter 17, the way it's translated is this, Paul explained and demonstrated to them from the Scriptures. But the same thing was being articulated by Jesus and by Paul. What was it they were unlocking from the Scriptures? The fact that the Messiah had to suffer and rise again. The Jewish people hadn't understood that. The ancient rabbis were kind of baffled because many of them, as they looked at the Scriptures, it was clear in the Scripture that the Messiah was going to be from the line of David and that He was going to come and establish the throne of Israel. He was going to rule and reign and govern the nations with a rod of iron from Jerusalem. And they were excited about that, looking forward to this when God had promised to, to come and do that. But then they also saw some scriptures that clearly indicated that the Messiah was going to suffer. How do you reconcile those two things? Is He going to suffer or is He going to be victorious? Which is it? And Jesus said, yes. And Paul, opening that up and explaining, said it's, it's the same one. one, one Messiah, not two. As the ancient rabbis had concluded, Messiah been, been Joseph that's going to come and suffer, Messiah been David that's going to come and, and govern and, and rule, and Jesus, and then later the Apostle Paul, unlocking the mystery opening it up from the Scriptures, they showed these people, no, it's one Messiah. He came and suffered. He was executed in your place so that your sin could be forgiven. He was put to death. But then He rose again. You realize that the central message of the Scriptures is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.